What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki uh, with Two Tree Guy Two Tree Guy Podcast. Got a tongue twister there. Uh, the TCI Expo in Charlotte, North Carolina, man, and we. We have the man, the myth, the legend, uh, the TCIA top dog with us today, David White. Welcome, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah. It's exciting. Oh, man. Now, how many TCI trade shows have you been through? This will be my fourth. Fourth TCI. Now, compared to the other ones in the past, are they they getting better? Yeah. Are they changing? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the most notable change is just the number of people. Um, so I checked right before we started this. We're already over. We're almost at 4,700 attendees and another 2,300 exhibitors. So we've got almost 7,000 people here this year. Wow. Um, last year we set a record at 4,000. The year before that we set a record at like 3,600. So it now just why keeps is getting that? bigger. Why? Why? Why is it growing? I think like it's a that. number of things. I, you know, number one, I think we're seeing the the fruition of all the hard work that folks have done for the past 20 yeah. plus years and. You know, this is a profession. And so people want to come to an event where they can see not only the best equipment and the newest equipment and the newest techniques, but also network with people mm-hmm. that have been doing this, like yourself, folks yeah. that have been doing this for a long time. Um, so I think it's just become a, a kind of a place you, you want to be. Yeah. If you're going to be involved in this industry. A- sure. Absolutely. And I and then the next step to that is winter management. I tell That's them. Right. I'm like, you got to go to winter management. That's right. It's, it's a special place with special people that become lifelong friends. Yeah. Uh, when I go there and it's 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 my highlight of my year. Yeah. It's usually the only vacation I go on. But that's right. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Well, and that's that's such a good point. I mean, I think one of the things that's a really a strength of this industry is how much people want to connect with each other, how much they support one another. <sighs> Um, you know, I'll tell you a real quick story. Wow. My my first winter management is actually before I officially started. Um, we get on a bus to go on a tour. And one of the guys says, hey, here's a here's an issue I'm having in my business. And I'm thinking, Where, where's this going to go? You know, you got a bus yeah. full of your competitors. Who's really going to help you? Right. Mm-hmm. We spent that whole bus ride going through this issue with this guy. Everybody's offering their opinion, offering suggestions. He walked out of there with a like a notebook full of, that- OK, great. When I get back, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And that just floored me. And I knew I was in the right place. When that you is see something so like that. awesome. And that is the truth. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You go to the climbing competitions. That's right. You, sh- you got your competitors. You're yeah. like, I hope he fails. I hope he fails. But they're <laughs> out there like, come on. No, watch it. You got to do this. And they're right there supporting them. And yeah. the first time I got in the industry and seen a competition, I'm like, well, that's weird. Because I did, you know, wrestling my whole life. Sure. And I'm like, I'm going to destroy you. I hate you. I hate everything <laughs> about you. And, you know, yeah. and then, you know, after you get done, you're friends. But, yeah. you know, before that, you're not. And our industry isn't like that. No. And, and what what you guys have done this year is pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. I mean, the networking events, the yeah. happy hours, yeah. the, uh, the expo climb with yeah. the ropes in here and the stage and the little 30 minute kind of training yeah. so they can get in get a little piece go downstairs really keeping the equipment out yeah. there in yeah. the parking lot yeah uh it's pretty freaking awesome yeah and and that's the thing we want to keep innovating the show you know keep adding new elements and, and uh, you know obviously huge thanks to everybody who, who made expo climb happen yeah. this year um you know it was a new thing and and so there was a, a risk there mm-hmm. and so the people were willing to partner with us um, and make that like yourself and make that yeah. happen. Um, this is a huge addition to the whole experience. And, 
And that's really, you asked me the question, what's different? I think we've continued to evolve the experience of TCI mm -hmm. Expo too, right? Yeah. So, you know, it started with that demo tree on the show floor, then we added the skills lab, now we've added this, like, it's an experience to come here. It is, you know? it is, and it's not, it's not the same thing year over year where That's you walk right. around, you see the same booths, same people, and you're like, great. And then people start falling off. Yeah. You have them coming and going, what what new are they going to have? That's right. It's like Costco. I love Costco. And if you guys know, <laughs> I love Costco. I mean, any any town I'm in in North Carolina, I'm like, oh, let's see what they have in North Carolina because everyone's different. Right. And Costco's constantly changing out their shelves to where every time I go there, it's a new experience, it's, new yeah. product. So coming here... You know, and seeing this, uh, it's it was I had one vision, right? And you guys topped the vision, right? Which is awesome, right? You know, it wasn't anything where I'm like, ah, man, it could have been better. No, yeah. it was like I came in, I go, wow, they got a stage, they got a cage, they more ropes than I thought, yeah. Um, and then I was like, okay, how's the flows gonna work? Yeah, right away, flooded, yeah. You know, with people, right? And good flow because going up in the to the the second room yeah yeah done that before That's with DCIA, yeah and i was like hell no right. i'm not being put in a closet again right, you know right. but there's only so much room but yeah up here the vendors are happy and i guarantee next year it, i mean i think it's already full of yeah, the area where the close. expo climb yep. is within you know a few weeks so yeah. it's a cool experience cool vibe you got music up here all the field workers who are out in the field, normally yeah. they're down in the expo walking going, okay, I can't afford that. I can't buy that. <laughs> that my boss can. But now right. they get to come up here and they get to see this, you know, $200 tool and go, right. I don't want to spend that money on that because I don't know how it really works. But right. they can have a trainer go right there with them. That's right. And that's neat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's that's the, the most important thing. Like, try before you buy. Yeah. Right? I mean. You know, I, it, it struck me the other day, like, I wouldn't want to buy a harness I haven't tried on, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. so to be able to hear it just quickly clip in and just, hey, how does this feel That's when cool. I'm, when it's, you know, bearing my weight, right? Yeah. Like, you can get that sense of that. Yeah. And and that was something that we didn't have before, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, so, no, it's really exciting. That's cool. That's cool. Now, are, are you a climber? I am not. I am not. So, my background actually is in trade association management. Okay. So, I came, this is my third trade association. So, my background is more in... How do we put together the team? How do we come up with a strategic vision for mm -hmm. not only the association, but events like TCI Expo? Um, so yeah, that's that's more my background. I'm not an actual So how'd you, how'd you get into that? Oh boy. Um, so uh, I actually originally, when I got out of college, I started working in politics, government, politics, um, and got kind of sick of that pretty quick. Uh -huh. um, what, I, what were you doing? Like where, what? So uh, I worked first, uh, I worked on um, presidential campaigns, city council races, Stuff really? like that. Everything from going out and knocking on doors to, you know, having a staff of ten or eleven people. And what I'm, made you want to do that, or what? What was in you? I mean, were you were you kind of the the politician when you <laughs> no, were a kid actually, and no, in high school? No. And so what happened was, um, I actually started college as a chemical engineering major, uh -huh. and I made it one year and hated it, <laughs> like really hated it. And uh, but I'd always liked history. Yeah. And I knew I didn't want to be like a history teacher. I wanted to like be part of history in a weird way, not in an egotistical way, yeah. but just. And somehow I just gravitated towards political science. And uh, I went to Northeastern in Boston, which if you know okay. anything about that, they have the co-op program. Mm -hmm. So you spend six months in class and six months out working. And mm -hmm. so I had this great, I, I got a job at the state house in Massachusetts. Okay. And uh, I had this great boss and he just started showing me stuff. Like after work, he'd take us to fundraisers. He'd get us involved in campaigns and that, I just kind of got bit by the bug. Mm -hmm. And so I did that for about three years after college. 
and you know it's it's fun and there's a lot going on it's, it's, it's a grind isn't it it's a grind it's I a mean, real grind phone uh, calls knocking on doors. doors yeah yeah and then your candidate loses and you don't have a job oh, right oh so it was it was just too much up and down you yeah. know and so uh i, I kind of wanted okay what i liked about government what i liked about what we were doing was at the end of the day look whatever party you're in yeah and uh, you know however jaded you are you know most people get involved because they actually want to help people Right. You might have different ideas of what that looks like, but people want to help you because there's a lot of tension right now. And, right. You know, November 8th, the <laughs> yeah. elections, yeah. Republican, Democrats, who's taking the House, right. Senate. And, and we've turned it into this like sporting event. Yeah. But the reality is like, look, you know, I've worked with Republicans. I've worked with Democrats. I've worked with independents. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, most of them are genuine and they want to help. people. Yeah. They just disagree about how you help people. Right. Yeah. Uh, some people say just get out of the way. Right. Yeah. And yeah. other people are like, well, it's, you know. But so, so I was like, all right, I, that's something that, that I, I identify with. Like I liked doing, I worked in Boston City of Hall. Helping people. Doing those constituent calls, doing that stuff was, was great. And so I was trying to find other ways to do that. And there was a job opening at um, a trade association in, in, in Massachusetts for the dentists, actually, of all things. Hmm. And I applied, I got it. And it was like, this makes sense to me, right? Like, here's all these dentists out all across the state. Yeah. And they're just trying to run their practice, right? Yeah. And they, you know, but they don't, they're not business people. They're, they're clinicians, right? Yeah. They don't know, they're not lawyers. They don't know regulations. They don't know this stuff. And so what we were doing was trying to say, okay, we can help you improve as a, as a clinician. See if this starts to sound familiar, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We can help you with your skills, but we can also help you with your business. Mm -hmm. And we can help you have a successful practice. And that started really driving me, and I got really into that avenue of a way to help people. Because um, it really, it, it didn't matter the trade. I mean, it could have been plumbing, it could have been whatever, uh, but dentist, you know, dentistry you've fallen into, and you're just helping people build their business and build their skills. Yeah, and so um, I did, and, and I just fell more and more in love with that, and I, uh, I got, I went back to graduate school, got, I became a what's called a certified association executive, and had an opportunity to move on from that association. I went to work for um, municipal owned electric utilities, like mm -hmm. where the town owns the electric company. Mm -hmm. um, and I was there for three years um, doing the same thing. Like, hey, how do we help you train your workforce? How do we help you run the, yeah. the electric company efficiently? And where was this? Where, where, where so were you from? Uh, so I'm originally from Central Mass uh, by okay. Worcester. Okay. And so this, this uh, was a regional trade association now. So I was working for New England and New York. Gotcha. Um, and the opportunity came up for TCIA and I was like, wow, this is this is that next step right now. You know, right now I'm working for a regional. I can go work for a national association, go back to working with folks in the private sector. Gotcha. And it just meshed with everything that I love. Right. What well, was it just an ad that came up on Craigslist or I mean, yeah. how did you hear about it? So there's a funny enough, there's an association for people who work in associations. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, okay. And there was a job posting and I was sort of vaguely aware, you know, my, my predecessor, Mark Garvin had been involved with some of our regional association yeah. management stuff. And uh, so it just sort of like popped up on my screen one day and I was like, wow, this, and the more I read, the more I got to know about it, I was like, wow, this is really great because it's, how do you help again? How do we help you with the skills side? Yeah. But really, how do we help you own and operate a great tree care company. Yeah. And the more I learned about TC, like I really got to myself to the point where I was like, I, I like, I need this job, you know, <laughs> like this is where I want to go. Awesome. What, just because you were diving in and kind of studying about the industry? I mean, yeah. what kind of things were you doing to, to learn about the industry before you got the job? Uh, a lot of it was like, you know, the publication, like, I mean, you know, reading the magazine, looking yeah. at, you know, and, and just sort of thinking about, I, I had a little bit of an exposure to it in the utility space, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And uh, so, you know, the other thing that really struck me, that really resonated with me was the safety aspect. So a story I've, I've shared with others, my dad was actually a lineman for a power company when I was a kid. Okay. And they were out um, clearing lines after a hurricane and a, uh, a line snapped free and swung a tree branch around and smacked him in the face. Hmm. And uh, I have this very vivid memory as a child of the bucket truck pulling up in front of the house and his crewmate stepped out. And my mom met him in the driveway yelling, just tell me he's not dead. And that, that stuck with me and so uh, see, it still chokes me up now. Um, when we, when I saw TCIA and I saw CTSP mm. and I saw that emphasis on safety, that really, that, that's what got me. And that, that instance, you know, with your dad pulling up and, uh, uh, I mean the bucket truck pulling up with his crew member and not knowing how that will affect you and kind of lead your pathway. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's awesome. And just life, the, the people you meet, the experiences, good or bad, yeah. uh, it directs you towards where you're going, yeah. you know, to, to be where you are right now and as being as passionate, uh, for our industry. And thank, thank, thankfully we have someone like you leading the TCIA, yeah. uh, to help these other people out, yeah. you know, in our industry. Well, and, and I also got really lucky. I mean, when, when I was hired, you know, it was Peter Sortwell was the yeah. chairman of the board. Andy Felix was was the next chairman, yeah. uh, followed by Alan Jones, Mundy Wilson, Piper. I mean, I got to work with like right out of the gate. Some you awesome know, and, and that's not to say everything about every other member of yeah. the board. Right. Yeah. But but those were the four board chairs like bing, bang, boom, you know, yeah. and and every one of them. I mean, you can't spend more than five minutes with any one of them and not be passionate about this industry. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Like P Peter Sortwell, I've. You know, we've always been uh, frenemies in yeah. you know, our market. And, but Peter, uh, he was very inspirational because yeah. they built a really good organization. And uh, I seen that I want an organization like that. And that's yeah. what I'm going to focus on. That was my target. That was the goal yeah. to be able to. And uh, he, he ran a great operation. It yeah. inspired a lot of people to do better. Exactly. Uh, and he didn't even know it. Right. You know, but people were watching them. Right. You know, on there. Right. So coming into the the you came right in into the president role. Yes, sir. For that. Yeah. How that feel to go from helping out regional and then coming right in to being the man. Yeah. So in was, a bigger yeah, national big, organization. You know, it's it's scary. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. To you. Like it was a, there was a you know, so I was I was in charge of the, the regional thing, but it was, it was smaller, obviously. Yeah. And uh, mm -hmm. so the scale just got instantly bigger. Um, but again, just really lucky. I mean, you know, I get to work with Peter Gerstenberger every day. I get to work with Bob Rouse. I get to work with Amy Tetro and Mike Rennie and Eileen. You know, I, we've got a great team. And, yeah. you know, I, and, and sometimes people think this is like tongue in cheek or something. I do very little, <laughs> you know, like it, my job is just to remove obstacles for those guys. Yeah. Um, they're the ones who come up with this stuff. They're the ones who make this stuff happen. Um, my job is just to be there to facilitate and 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 help them any way I can. But you know, Peter, this is his thirty third uh, TCI Expo. Wow. He's been here for every single one. Wow! And so to have that resource there for you and say, "Hey, man, like, t tell me the history of this," and he's like, "Okay, well, Bob Felix yeah. did this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's this didn't work. Like, don't yeah, do, don't that. do that. I've tried that. Right, twenty right. years ago. Right. Yeah. And, and but what's interesting too is sometimes we go well. That was 20 years ago. Is it worth revisiting? And, and you know, we'll all sit there and go, you know, maybe it's time to try that again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I'm just, I'm blessed that, you know, whether it's the team we have in Manchester, whether it's the passionate folks that we have out in the industry, whether they're on the board or involved in the committees yeah. or whatever, it's, it, it really, it takes everybody. And we're just really lucky to have a lot of great people. It is. You, 
having a great team is is it yeah. you know and, and you came in with a great team which is awesome yeah. you know yeah. uh what was like your first days your first week of kind of getting in of going hello mr president of yeah. tcia you know <laughs> like what do we do what do we do the leader what it's um it's a lot like you know the proverbial drinking from a fire hose yeah. right because there's so many different things go i mean that's the other thing that's great about tcia we're we're really broad, right? So yeah. it's everything from the magazine to events, to employee training, to business training. Like there's a lot going on mm -hmm. in headquarters on any given yeah. day. Um, so the first thing was just to try to get, I mean, your your, your mind around that, yeah. right? Like the second piece was, um, and you know, one of the things we've kind of become a, a test case for with our members is the, the Entrepreneurial Operating System, EOS. Mm -hmm. um, the book Traction, you may be familiar with it. And a couple of our members actually introduced me to it and it just helps you get that that focus. Like, okay, you know, number one, let's focus on the culture of the organization. Mm -hmm. You know, who are who are the right people? Do we have them in the right seats? What are our core? Who are we as? So a, that's a what team? you were setting up right when you came in. Well, that was after you sort of like get, figure out where the bearing. yeah where, where the, the kitchen. So is. how do you? Let me ask you, do how 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 do you perform that? What what were some steps or some tasks that you did? Uh, where'd you learn that from to be able to go into an organization and know? Is the culture right? Are the people right? Are right. We, you know? Do we right, have the right mission? Are we focused on the right North Star as a team? Right. How'd you do that? Um, you know, it, it was a lot of work. I mean, we sat down. You know, I kind of put together a, a group within the staff to start thinking about like, who are we? Right. Like, what what's important to us? And you know, the first thing that came out was, well, we're here to be of service, right? You know, it's it's not about us. It's about those folks out yeah. in the field, and that that became crystal clear from day one, right? Everybody in the organization was bought into like, this isn't about the 45 of us yeah. in an office somewhere. This is everybody out there. Um, and so we really started, okay, now what, what else? Who are we? What's important to us as a group? So was everybody together as you guys are discussing this or individual? It was, um, so we, we had like a, we sort of identified, I should say we, I identified a, a leadership team kind of right off the bat. Some of the folks that, that I, uh, that I talked, that I mentioned earlier. And so we started talking about, okay, like, one of the exercises you do, like, hey, who are our best employees? And what are their qualities, mm -hmm. right? And you start, so you start kind of brainstorming through that. We were very lucky also, we had a, an EOS facilitator that was available to us to kind of help coach us through some of those conversations. Mm -hmm. um, but the, once you sort of say, okay, here's who we are, right? Mm -hmm. Now, what are we trying to accomplish? And you start with your mission. You know, TCIA's mission is to advance tree care businesses. That's pretty crystal clear, right? Like our yeah. job is to help your company go from point A to point B, right? Mm -hmm. And by the way, point B is different for every company. Absolutely. Right? Some people, it's a growth strategy. Sometimes it's an efficiency yeah. strategy. Um, sometimes it's a transition strategy. Hey, I've been doing this for 40 years and I'm ready to, to move this on to the next, whatever yeah. it's going to become, yeah. right? Um, and you just keep building from there and building from there and building from there. Obviously, we have a great board of directors that comes in and says, okay, here's our mission. Where do we want to be? We start saying, all right, What's the craziest idea you can have? Where do we, if, if it were 10 years from now, what does TCIA look like? And we, we nailed this thing on the wall. It says, we want to be at 6,000 members. We're at 1,400 members now, mm -hmm. right? Like that's a big, audacious, scary goal. Yeah. And they say, okay, if we're even going to have a shot at getting there, where do we need to be in three years? I love it. And then you say, okay, if that's where we want to be in three years, where do we need to be in the next mm -hmm. 12 months? Yeah. Okay, if that's where we need to be in the next 12 months, what do we need to get done in the next 90 days? And when you start chunking it up like reverse that, reverse engineering, yeah, reverse yeah. engineering, all of a sudden it becomes more manageable. Yeah, and it's it's possible. 
You right. Know? And now all of a sudden, I mean, especially after this after this show, six thousand doesn't sound so crazy anymore. It's, it's when when you and I, I love hearing this, and I ask this stuff because you know individuals getting into an organization, they just got hired with a big company. They're the leader. How do I step in? How do I make sure the culture is right? How do yeah. I fit in? How do I help my team grow? Because all all eyes were on you. Yeah. All eyes are on them. So I like to hear you know the different kind of philosophies or strategies of coming in. And I should mention that didn't all happen day one. No, right? like the first thing you got to do is figure out where you are. Right. Yeah. And so one of the things I did, I sat down with every single member of the staff and I asked them the same three questions, what's right? that? which was what's our mission. Right. If you could wave a magic wand and change anything about the organization, one thing about the organization, what would it be? And what do you think is the biggest threat to the organization? I asked everybody those same three questions. And, and then when you look back, you could start, OK. You know, here's here's where we have some issues. Here's where we have some some challenges. Um, and you could those were some of those low hanging fruit things, right? Where you could now, were like, you hey, seeing things a lot like patterns? Why, yeah. Why am I? They're yeah. saying the same name. Yeah. Or they're you yeah. know or they're the all, same issue. Yeah. They they all want to fix this one thing. And and right? then you coming in going, well, if everybody wants it fixed, let me fix it. Yeah. And let's just like, fix it. <laughs> have you watched uh, 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 what's the soccer show? Uh, uh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah. And he comes in and they just wanted the showers changed. Right. And he changed the shower and everybody yeah. was happy. But right. They earned that trust going, we've been asking for this forever. Yeah. And you came in and you did this, Ted. Okay. All right. Next, now next. we're bought and in. It was right. something to build. Yeah. yeah. And so, so you really got to do that piece. You got to figure out what's going on. And then you can start to say, okay, where, where do we want to go move? Like, okay, now here's where we are. What does the future look like? Yeah. But that was... Um, and I don't remember where I learned that lesson to do that, to be honest yeah. with you. But that was, you know, imminently helpful. And, and honestly, if I'm, I'm being honest, one of the things was not everybody could articulate the mission. And I was like, well, that's a problem, right? If, if you're here and you're coming into work every day and you don't know why, that's a problem. Yeah. And so we really put an emphasis. I mean, every staff meeting, every everything. And it's not putting posters up on walls. That's great. You can do that. Mm -hmm. But you got to make that point over and over and over again. They have to believe again. it. You know, that's right. why we're doing it. So everybody's aligned. That's that North Star. And if yep. somebody's going left and somebody's going right and you're you're trying to move ahead, all of a sudden you're like, where are where, where's my teammates? They're not even around me. Right. They're on different missions. missions. Let's that's get them right. all aligned together. And sometimes yeah. even though they're aligned today, tomorrow they might not be aligned. So like you said, it's that constant bringing it up in the meetings, talking about it, making yeah. sure we're all still aligned. with right. The same goal. That's right. You know what? 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 makes me happy is when if if you walked up to a member of my staff and they, they won't say it exactly like this obviously but you said what's your job well i advance tree care companies by doing the it support for the yeah, staff yeah, you know yeah, I mean? like, yeah. like everybody gets how what they do circles back to that mission you know and that's yep. that's that's powerful yeah, absolutely you need, you need every single role in the organization to make be successful that's it's, right you know, I can't win a Super Bowl with 12, 11 quarterbacks. That's right. I get my ass handed to me. Well, but if I have a right guard, a left guard, a center, you know, you know, now we're building a team to have an opportunity to win. And I need that quarterback to be able to, to lead that team. You know, you, you use the football analogy, and this will probably alienate some of your listeners, but I'm a diehard Patriots fan. Uh -huh. Right. And I mean, that's the model. Right. Yeah. Like, do your job. Yep. Right. Like, but understand how your job fits into everything else. And 
you don't need to go do someone else's job. They're going to do theirs because we all understand where we're trying to go. Yep. You know, and where football teams get in trouble is where you got the one hot shot that's trying to make the play every down and getting in everybody else's yep. way and getting out of position. It, it, it's a great analogy. Yeah. And I, I sometimes feel like I put too much emphasis on that, but it's, you know, 20 years of watching the Patriots do it at such a high level. You Are can't you a season help it. ticket holder? I'm not, but I try to get to at least two games a year. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Or one or two. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But it, it just, you know, and not that, you know, football is an analogy for life or anything, but yeah. it just, at the end of the day, it's a company, right? Yeah. And you can learn a lot by watching like that, that focus, that determination. Everybody knows the goal. Everybody knows how their role fits into that goal. It's what, what are the things they do to become a champion? That's right. And, it, and it's that's one of the things on Arborwell of looking at, you know, Peter is going, what things are Peter doing that's successful? Because yep. I want to do those things because they work. And now I got to try to make it better. That's right. You know, that's right. And that was just, you know, and I just had a guy, Dustin Goodman on here. Uh, and he was saying the same thing. You know, you got to humble yourself. Listen to the people that are successful around that's you. That's right. And take those and then make it better. And that's yeah. how our industry gets better by yeah. taking from each other, sharing with each other, and then keep layering and elevating the yeah. standard. And and look, what works for someone else may not work for you. Yeah. But having that learning experience, I mean, that would honestly, that would be my my advice to anybody. Talk to as many people, learn as much as you can. And again, not everything is going to be a fit for you and your organization. Yeah. But if it gets you thinking about it, yeah. You know, it might get you to some place that, that that person wasn't thinking of. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So with your team uh building, you know, what's the mission? You know, uh what one thing they want to change and yeah. threats that you have, getting that information, started to build upon it. Now you've been here for four years. You had some great board members yeah. that helped kind of lead you along. You're you're definitely not a, a, a rookie in the industry anymore. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Like, right. like you've been through four trade show, four winter managements. A pandemic. A pandemic. <laughs> yeah, so pandemic. You're like, oh gosh, this wasn't this yeah. wasn't on the job description. Right. Shit. How do right. I how do I manage through this? Yeah. Which Thank you guys. Yeah. You know, you guys gave a lot of good information for us to be able to utilize uh, to go to work the next day. Yeah. You know, and that was yeah. important because where's where's this coming from? Right. And you guys stepped up. You knew what we needed and you kept us advancing yeah. in business. Yeah. You know, uh, and we appreciate that. Yeah. With TCIA. That, well, we were really lucky. Uh, you know, Peter, Aiden, our our team down in D.C., like that was a, that was a tough pivot, but it was it was instantaneous. Like they knew like, hey. We've got we've got the information coming out of Washington. We can do the research on what's going on in the states. Yeah. We're uniquely qualified to do this, and we can get it out to folks in a way they can understand it. And so, again, credit to the team; they figured that out. That was awesome. I mean, crews started printing off signs, putting on the the truck, essential yeah. workers, yeah. you know, things like that, so we could go. And we didn't slow down. We actually picked up yeah. with a lot more because all the homeowners were home, and yep. they're like. Oh, gosh, I've been telling my husband to freaking do something <laughs> with that damn tree. Now it's time. Yeah. Get it done. Yeah, get it done. <laughs> get yeah. It and we're done. not spending the money at restaurants and yeah. vacations. And yeah. So in your in the four years so far, where where do you see the the industry kind of heading? I mean, that's that's the fifty million dollar question, right? Yeah. And it's it's so, there's so many different threads, but I think one thing that's obvious when you walk around this show, right? you're going to continue to see more mechanization. You're going to see more technology. And it's not all going to be big iron, right? Yeah. It's going to be other things that, you know, whether it's the evolution to battery-powered chainsaws or, mm -hmm. or things like that. But I, I do think technology in, in so many different forms are going to continue to be continue to improve and continue to enhance the industry. 
Um, if for nothing else, then the continued labor challenges, right? So if I can do more with one person, thanks to technology, yeah. that's going to be a helpful thing. Um, you know, the other sort of elephant in the room a lot of times is everybody's like, well, are you worried about the emergers and acquisitions and consolidation in the industry and all that? And, and my honest answer to that is no. Now, um, now has there been a, a there's lot? There's been a lot more consolidation. Now, why, why is that? You'd have to ask the people yeah, <laughs> out I mean, there doing it. Why is everybody consolidating I mean, you know, I right now? Or, part of or it is, is, it, is it just something where one company did it and now it's, you know, more I mean, I companies? think there's a, there's a lot of factors. You know, I think, first of all, people have discovered what a rich industry this is. And I don't necessarily mean just in dollars and cents, but mm -hmm. you know, you've got outside people from outside the industry seeing the investment opportunity. It, Wall Street, let's just say Wall Street knows about our industry. That's right. You know, uh, being on the West Coast and having you know, two to 300 million trees that have to get removed and come on the ground from fires to utility. I mean, PG&E right. is putting 10,000 miles underground. Yep. Those trees have to be removed, you know, cut back so far. Uh, there's a lot of uh, private equity companies, yep. tree companies that are seeing this and they're hitting up everybody on the West Coast yeah. to try to get into this market because yeah. they see what's going to happen. Yeah. And you know, so so people look at it from a, a number standpoint and say, well, if, if your goal is 6,000, because you join as a company to yeah. TCIA. So if, if there's fewer companies, does that mean fewer members for TCIA? And I say no. And the reason I say no mm. is because I think there's five new companies every time one company gets bought, you know, because there's people who are going to say, you know what, I can do this on my own. And they're going to get start thinking about that. And to me, that's the people we need to make sure we're relevant to, mm -hmm. right? It's that It's that man, it's that woman, it's that group of, of employees that say, you know, let's, let's go start our own thing. Yeah. Um, and that's not to take away from anybody else, mm -hmm. but I do think this is an industry where, you know, you're always going to see new companies. You're always going to see new mm -hmm. entrepreneurs that want to take this on. And so I don't think we have to worry about it means less for TCIA. And so, yeah, if anything, it means, more. I, I, I don't, I don't think so either. I think, I think you're going to get more people into the market. Like you said, you yeah. know, more companies, more people, the advancements, the education and training that That's you're right. giving, they go, I can do this That's before right. it was, there was nothing. It's just, I had to figure you just start out. cutting stuff. Yeah. yeah and yeah. all of a sudden you talk to some of these, uh, these guys have been doing it for 30 years. They're like 20 years ago. Let me tell you what, I oh, mean, yeah. there was, there was no business plan. It was just a chainsaw getting out there, but now you have these resources and education and these trade shows and the equipment's advancing. People are starting businesses with a truck and two guys and they're making what an eight man crew would make in a day, yeah. you know, from that. So the opportunities, there's a lot more of them. Well, it's in. funny, you know, almost to bring it full circle, my dad and that crew guy, his crewmate, they had a tree care company. Yeah. You know, that was their side hustle for a few years. Yeah. And I think about like, man, if, if my dad had been aware of TCIA back then, well, like it might, it might not have stayed as a side hustle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. So that that's out there. Yeah. Right. There's always going to be new people coming into the industry. And and if we can be there and be present for them mm -hmm. in a way that says, hey, I, this doesn't have to be some side gig. This can be something that, first of all, it's a real profession. Second of all, it's something I can actually grow into like a, a pretty successful business. Yeah. But I need help. Yeah. Right. And, and how do I figure that out? How do I take those next steps? I think that's the future of TCIA. Let me ask you this. You guys may have this, and I don't know everything that TCI offers. Yeah. Uh, Neither, but, do no. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. Neither do I. You know, a lot of times I get people call me or chat with me and say, you know, everybody's idea is that the, major the majority of companies in our industry are, are smaller. Yes. 95% are 
let's say, you know, 10, 12 guys and less. I don't even know yeah. what the ratio is. That's yeah. my own one yeah. that I made up. And then you have the big guys, you right. know, and then a couple of a little bit in the middle. But what happens is Joe works for Mike's Tree Service and Joe becomes foreman. And then because the company stays a little bit smaller, Joe goes, what do I do? I need to start my own company. Right. So he goes and starts his own company, That's which right. starts his own company. Yeah. Right. Uh, and a lot of times they'll call like, how do I do this? I want to start my own company. Do you guys have any, do you want to start your own tree company? Here's the steps, business plan, how to do this. So an individual like Joe, who's working for Mike's Tree Service, and he wants, and I support entrepreneurship. I've had guys leave me and start companies. Right. And I'm supporting them 100% because course. that's my success. To yeah, see yeah. them be success, yeah. even though they become a competitor. But yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. like, dude, you go for it. Because right, right. it steps my game up more for that. And I love seeing people successful. So do you guys have a program of them getting started? Like, how do I do this? I, I, I would say stay tuned. Because oh. that's, no, but that's really my, uh, that's where we're headed. Yeah, how do how do I get a business license? How do I I gotta exactly. get EIN? You am know, I am uh, I gonna be an LLC, an S Corp? Like, what am I gonna do? What, what website do I get? What That's should right. I have on my That's website? Right. What what products can I offer right now? You know, yeah. what package do I need? What insurance do I need? Who's the insurance company? What things do I need now and later? And what if I go in the utility route? That right there, when I started a business in California, yeah. it sucked. Yeah. I had a well, Google stuff. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm like, is this, what is this? And yeah. there's so many different versions and it's a bunch of language that I didn't understand, yeah. you know? So I think that would be really cool with yeah. DCIA to help out that. Well, two things you brought up there. Like the first one is absolutely. I want to make sure that whether you're coming in the door or you're, again, you're at that point where you're like, Hey, I'm ready for the next chapter. Yeah. I'm ready to transition out of this business. Am I selling it to my kids? Am I putting it up for sale? Am I just liquidating it? Like, what am I doing? So we want like cradle to grave, right? Oh, like, I love that. You know, how do we support you? And where we I are. Didn't, I didn't even think on that other part right yeah. there. And, and then everything cool. in between, yes. right? Yes. You know, so how do I recruit and retain employees? How do I, you know, we want to be relevant to you from the day you decide to start your own company to the day you're ready to, to move on from it. Because right, right now, in, in order for them to move on and kind of exit, and, and sadly, it it's a ad in the back of the TCI magazine. Yeah. You know, 40 years of blood, sweat, and tears, and grind, and grit, and building. Yeah, you got a hundred dollar ad in the back of the TCI to try to. Yeah. Now TCI comes in and helps and advises and shows you. Here's the steps. Here's the plan of how to do this. Yeah. What things to inspect? Expect. You know, when you need a lawyer. What kind of contracts? Like that stuff. What's the What's it actually worth? Right? Because like you know, you it, yeah. that's that's your what's baby, it? right? So you're gonna think it's worth. Yeah, you know, X, and somebody's gonna have to come and tell you, like, yeah, it might not be <laughs> worth it's not that, that right, much. Right. Um, but no, I, I think so. So that is where we are right now. You know, we're really putting a focus on. There's two main value propositions for TCIA, yeah. right? Yeah. There's the stuff we do for you because you're involved in tree care, mm -hmm. TCI Expo, TCI Magazine, yeah. uh, CTSP, employee training, right? That's stuff that's unique to tree care. Then there's all the stuff we want to do for you because you're in business. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're really focused on building. It building out. Some of it's there. Accreditation. You know, we've got we've got this the the bones, the foundation to build on, but it's building all of this stuff. And it's also recognizing maybe not all of that is stuff that we're great at, but can we connect you to the right people yeah. who can help you with, oh, you want to go the ESOP route. Great. We've got, you know, here here's a list of people you can talk, whether it's Peter Sorwell about or 
uh, Bandit or Rainbow, like, hey, here's people who have done it. Um, or here's consultants that can help you like really think about what that looks like. Yeah. You know, it, so it may not always be in-house expertise, but like, can we help just, at least be a resource? Just direction. Right. You know, right. people that you vetted and said, hey, this is somebody that can help you and be yeah. willing to help you. That, that, that's, that's a big deal. Right. And, and I like that, that, that exit strategy, there's people and there's people that are getting into the industry that go, I'm looking for a company to buy. Oh, well, I'm glad right. you are. Yeah. Here's 15 companies right. that we've been working with for the last 20 years that are looking to get out and you want to get in and you're just switching different people right. and, and building those relationships, you yeah. know, with them. Yeah. And like anything else, look, TCIA is a, is a aircraft carrier. Yeah. Like, you know, we move in degrees, right? <laughs> um, so, but, but what we're committed to is like, let's build something that's going to be really high quality, you know, and is really going to be that resource for our members. And, and again, that all comes back to our mission, advanced tree care businesses. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're not relevant to you from that cradle to grave, um, that's where we need to be. And I think that's where you're going to see TCIA continue to grow. I love that. I love that. I mean, that stuff is, it's so important. Um, the other thing you, you mentioned, I just want to give you credit for this. There's a there's a saying I picked up somewhere along the line. You're not a great leader until you're until you've made a great leader who's made a great leader. And so I think, you know, you where'd you, you get that from? I have no idea. You need, <laughs> did, that, is but, that your quote? No, we'll it's put not. That on. Yeah, it's not. my. It's definitely not. Mine. Say it again. You're not a great leader okay. until you've made a great leader who's, who's made, made a great, great leader. leader. And so that's where you are, right? Like you're that's looking deep. at those folks leaving your space and you're yeah. going, I'm helping make a great leader who's yeah. going to make, go out there and do the same thing for somebody else. That, that's how the world gets better. That's right. You know, that's how our industry gets better. I always tell, you know, the people that are with us and on my team, I say, you know what? Hopefully you're here and retire, yeah. but you know what? You might not be, but I'm hoping I invest so much into you that you can take that knowledge and move to Florida or wherever it may be and plug that into your new company. Yeah. And if I can train individuals and invest in people to be good human beings, to have the knowledge, the right standards and what to do, and they start leaving and they go in different spots, yeah. I'm making the industry better. I'm elevating that standard. I'm making it through safety training and innovation by investing in those people. Let them go out and do that. Because yeah. in our industry, you have good and you have some bad. Yeah. And yeah. they both spread. Yep. You know, yeah. they both spread, but I feel like we're a lot of times chasing our tail in our industry of as much goods going out. There's bad teaching and training that's happening right now, but yeah. people just don't know because they learn from so-and-so who learn from so-and-so who learn from so-and-so. Yeah. So to try to shift that, you just keep investing in people, let them go out. And all of a sudden our industry gets better and better yeah. and better. Having events like this, having trainings like this, you got, you know, oh, wow. 500. Yeah. <laughs> the place is packed. <laughs> you got, you have four or 500 people sitting here watching. They're getting better. And that's what we need more of yeah. in, in our industry. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Cause you know, I always tell people as you go, you go to Japan, you go to Australia, you go to America. I mean, not America, uh, Canada yeah. for your college education, yeah. way more advancements than what we have in America for our industry. Right. We need to come together and unite as an industry to make it better, to yeah. more education. But say, DC, I want more trade shows, man. Yeah. Can you put one here? Put one yeah. here. How do we get more classes? Can you help me out with business? And yeah. it's neat to watch our industry growing like this. Well, and again, I think you also... Absolutely. Totally. Yes. And and you also want to take that second to acknowledge, you know, and it's a little cliche, but we stand on the shoulders of giants, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, 
I am I am so amazed by the things that Bob Felix and Pat Felix did to keep TCIA going when they took it over. I mean, they were running out of their garage in, on Long Island, right? Uh, and Pat was a volunteer at the time. Yeah. You know? um, we, we, that's a very powerful story, and none of this would be here. None of us would be here today. Somebody didn't quit. Yeah, because they, they kept it going, and yep. they kept it going, and they kept believing in it. And they, I mean, you know, the organization has been around since 1938, but that is such, that was such a crucial moment in TCIA's history. Literally none of this happens if it wasn't they for the They stayed focused on the mission and yeah. their team was aligned with the mission and it continues and being passed on to you to keep yeah. that mission That's going. Why it really meant a lot to me that, that the second board chair I ever worked with was Andy, you mm -hmm. know, cause that really drove that. And not that he, you know, makes a big deal about it or anything. He's a humble guy yeah. and you know, he's got his own business that he's focused on. But it was that connection to be able to talk to him about that connection. Like, well, here's how we got here, man. Like that, that was really powerful coming in the door, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I, we actually have, uh, there were these green jackets that the staff used to have to wear on the show floor. Yeah. Oh God, they're awful. Um, <laughs> but we found one in a closet when we were moving our office yeah. and I had it framed because it's like, this is who we are, Yeah. you know? And if it wasn't for Bob, if it wasn't for Pat, if it wasn't for all those boards of directors, if it wasn't for the people who took risks when the trade show didn't exist, you know? Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for the people who took risks and believed in CTSP and believed in accreditation, you know, we would not be here. And and you have to remember that. And, and so what you. we're doing is we're we're taking it to the next the next chapter. Mm -hmm. That's what we're doing. Yes. And it's it's a grind. It's it a is, grind. It's a grind. It's man. a grind. I mean starting a company out, I I, I tell uh, it's you feel like you get kicked straight between your leg every single day and you got to say, thank you more, please. Yeah. I mean, as growing this, but then you get to look back, like you just said, and you yeah. just get to appreciate all the hard work and the tears and the times you want to quit yeah. and to see what it is and see the people that are affected because you did not quit. That's you right. Know? And, That's right. And uh, appreciate you of being a part of this organization yeah. in this industry, you yeah. know, uh, having someone from the outside kind of coming in. Our industry is very like, I don't know, I would say sometimes uninvited. You're not a true guy. Why, why are you coming in? But you bringing different perspectives in and different ideas and thoughts, which makes our industry. I'm not from the tree care world. I came in as a, a salesman, yeah. car salesman, yeah. but getting in, I fell in love with this industry. Yeah. And I was able to bring stuff that worked in other industries to our industries. Yeah. And that's what we need to attract. Yeah. We need to attract outside our industry to come in, to get in, to learn from the, the corporate world, from the food world, from whatever it may yeah. be, yeah. those kind of ideas and thoughts will make our industry better. Totally agree. Totally of agree. things that work for them and how, how does it work for us? Well, that, you know, that's what I always find interesting. Like, look, you know, TCIA is a not-for-profit trade association, Yeah. you know, but I learned just as much from four, whether it's tree care companies or, you know, defense contractors or, you know, people in the hospitality industry, like there's lessons to be learned yep. from all of those things. Cause here's the thing, like once you're involved in business, the problems all start to look, you know, it's just different flavors <laughs> of the same problem, right? Yes. You know, there's a, there's an expression again, I think this is from EOS, but like 80% of your problems are people yeah. problems. Yeah. And when you really look at it, like you can pick any, any industry, any company, grab the CEO and say, what's your biggest problem? And top one, two or three is going to be people, right? <laughs> yep, and yep. so that's something we all have in common. So yeah. how do we figure that stuff out? Yeah. And then, um, yeah. So yeah, you can learn a lot talking to people in other industries. Now go back. I'm going to go back to when you interviewed each person, when, um, you joined the team and, you know, two of the things you ask are, uh, 
what's one thing you, you can change within yeah. this company and, and what do you think the biggest threat is? And I'm going to ask that for you, for our industry. What would be the one thing that you would say, I want to make a change in our industry? Mm. And what do you think is the biggest threat to our industry? Um, wow. I think if I could change one thing, I really do... Um, wish more people from the consumer side would understand the the ramifications of going with the low cost provider, if you will, right? I, I really do think that, look, look, there's not a lot of barriers to entry to this industry, right? You can go down to Home Depot and rent a chainsaw. You can go to Sunbelt and rent a lift and call yourself a tree care company, mm -hmm. right? And I think people look at it and they get a bid from from your company and it's three thousand dollars and they get a bid from a fly-by-night guy and it's a thousand dollars and they go well i'm gonna save two grand and i don't think enough people have seen enough of this like i've talked you know, obviously now i'm more aware of it and i've talked to consumers and they're like when they see a professional tree care yeah. operation at work it clicks for them but they don't think about it when they're getting those competing bids mm -hmm. and so that's not something i would change about the industry but i think to the extent that we can do do more to get consumers to think about that mm. because the ramifications of having a, a, a company that's not up to par are catastrophic and not just for that company for you as the homeowner too. Yeah. Um, so that, that would be, I think, you know, that's if I could one. wave that's a magic a, wand a and just one. every consumer would know, right. Yeah. Um, the biggest threat to the industry, look, I mean, it, it, I, this is kind of a no brainer, but how do we continue to get people involved? Right. Because you know, those, those professional companies, they need people. Right. And and how are we going to tackle that moving forward? And, and that's that's an, an issue that's even bigger than tree care. I think everybody knows about the labor challenges in this country. Um, and I don't have a solution for it yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. But I just think, you know, the more we can pull people in and we're certainly doing it here. I mean, student career days, you know, making people aware more more of our training programs in Spanish. You know, there's a million different tactics that we can try, but that's going to continue to be a threat. Right. Yeah. And it's a threat. Again, it's a threat for a lot of industries. But how, you know, the one of the things I think about is, you know, sometimes it's like, well, how do we get people who would otherwise go into construction or otherwise go into some other skilled trade? It's like, well, now you're just trying to figure out how to get a bigger slice of the same pie. Mm -hmm. What we've got to figure out is how do we make that pie bigger? Yeah. And again, I don't I don't have all the answers. But yeah. if you're just trying to figure out how to get a kid in a technical school to become an arborist instead of becoming a plumber, you're lost, you know, because somebody else is trying to convince them to be something else. Yeah. And somebody else is trying to convince her to do this. And we need more people. Yeah, we do. You know? We absolutely. And that and and you uh, I mean, TCIA uh, teaming up with Butte College. Yep. PG&E yep. in California. Uh, we're at multiple colleges now yep. teaching and, and bringing students in with zero to no experience, never even heard of the industry before. And now they're going through the apprenticeship program. You yeah. know, it's a five weeks, uh, 200 hour course. Yeah. Uh, and I've been up at the schools. I've talked to all the students that are there uh, with the instructors and everything. And it's really neat to see your guys' curriculum that you have yeah. mixed up with, you know, the PG&E, with the Academy, with Butte College, with all the contractors that help build this and watch these students from the start to the end of that they have they're they're inspired yep they want more they're so excited from yep. there and 
How do we get that in every college? Yeah. How do we expand? How do we make this a trade and, and a desirable trade that people want to get into? How, yeah. do, how does the kid that's five years old go, I want to be a fireman. I want to be Superman. I want to be a doctor. I want to be an arborist. I want to be a tree climber. How do right. we get that, that vocabulary that, yeah. where they know about it? And yeah. you guys are really doing uh, a great job in investing with your curriculum, with your knowledge to give to these colleges to invite more people in. And it's been a successful program so far. Yeah, and it's it's really that recruitment piece, right? Because it's, um, you know, I, I, this is a kind of an off the wall story, but I was, I was driving down a, a back backwoods road kind of in Maine. And there was this small little electrician shop and they have a sign out front that says electrician wanted. And it just struck me. I'm like, first of all, what are the odds that an electrician is driving down this road, right? <laughs> And the second thing is, I'm like, you don't want an electrician. You want a person who's willing to learn to become an electrician. Mm -hmm. If you put a sign out that, that, there that says electrician wanted, you're trying to find somebody that's already out there, that already has the training, that already has the knowledge. And, and good good luck and God bless you to find yeah. that person, right? But the sign should have said, maybe not help wanted, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, do you have the right, you know, do you fit our culture as an organization? Do you have the desire to learn? Are you willing to put in the work to learn how to do it? If you can find that person, you can train them to be Absolutely. Harbors, you know? That is the best freaking way. Best yeah. way. Because us as an organization, as, as an industry, and like you said, it goes back to the same problems, the people. Yeah. Okay. How do I get the people? How do I train the people? How do I keep the people? And uh, what you have to do and what each tree company does, they go, okay, I have to put the help ad out. Yeah. Find a tree climber. Yeah. Then a tree climber comes and goes, I'm a tree climber. You're like, are you? How long you been in the industry? Yeah, 10 years. They're like, okay. Uh, okay, I guess you're hired because you said you're a tree climber, yeah. right? Uh, so we either got to, hopefully they call us, we got to go steal them from other companies right. or the last part you said, train them from the ground up. Right. Find that person with with a good attitude and not an asshole and, yeah. and someone that's willing to learn and willing to invest in themselves and into the company and you're going to give them the tools to do that. You're going to make them a professional. And the, the only thing I would add to that is, and sometimes you got to look places you haven't looked before to find those people. Yeah. Right. Are you yeah. willing to to think about and, and think about some of the challenge that might exist for pockets of people that you haven't tapped into before? Yeah. And can you help them overcome some of those challenges? But that's how, again, that's part of making the pie bigger instead of, well, well, now I'm going to go steal that guy from. And everybody's you know, stealing each other. Yeah. And then what happens? These individuals go, man, man I'm going to get a raise. I'm just going to go to this tree company. Yep. I get a dollar an hour. I get a 50 cents an hour in that. Yeah. But investing in your people, your people are going to stay with you longer, yep. especially if you train them from the ground up. That's right. You know, That's right. they're not looking for the dollar an hour more. They're looking for the the eight hours of investment in teaching them and helping them grow. Yeah. And by investing in them with education and training and making them better than they were today, making them better tomorrow than they were today. Yep. These individuals will stay longer. Yep. They will make the company more money. They right. will make more money for themselves. Yeah. And our industry just keeps continuing getting better. And that's how you make the pie bigger. That's how you make the pie. And I like <laughs> pie. I like pie. Yeah. That's well, we're getting to Thanksgiving. It's pie season. Oh man. my gosh. Thanksgiving already. Man, yeah. I love pies. I'm good. I make pies too. For that, so well, cool. You have any questions for me? I don't what, I, or anything to say to the industry? No, I, I mean, I just thank you for the opportunity. And again, thank you for being, you know, I, it's hard to convey this through, uh, through the, yeah. uh, the, the podcast medium, but this, this, uh, this venture of doing this expo climb yeah. and, and, and I said it at the top, but this, this is, this is what we want to be doing. And to have partners like you guys who 
see the opportunity, but see the risk, but are willing to, to take it with us. Yeah. That's how we grow. I mean, again, it's that's how we grow this thing. And so the one thing I would just say again is thank you. Thank you for being part of it. Thanks we for being it. here. Thanks for setting up your podcast booth here. Uh, <laughs> It's just been, um, these are the things that just keep this this motor running. So well, I really appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys trusting in us, you yeah. know, and, and building that relationship and, and asking us. And uh, uh, it's an honor. It really is. It's an honor. Like, I mean, I, I have some instructors here that David O'Neill, he'll listen to this, but I'm super proud of that kid. A year ago, he came up here at the expo. Yep. First time we ever met him. Oh, nice. Just wanted to hang out with us came around, went out to dinner with us uh, and just said, what do I need to do to be better? What do I need to do to grow? And we said, all right, come out to California. Nice. And he came out to California. He said, okay, now what? Yeah. Uh, let's start assisting in the training, started assisting in the training, started helping out with different crews, started going out, doing sub subcontractor work, yeah. but willing to take that step. And now he's here today yeah. teaching on the freaking stage with and quite a, a few people ago, watching. <laughs> with quite a few people watching. And a year ago, he was just a guy that came up to our booth. Yeah. Uh, and is David the best climber in the world and a rock star and all this? Yeah. No, he's not. But he's learning. He's growing. He's advancing. He has a great attitude. Uh, and he wanted more. Yeah. And he had that person that was the help wanted. Yeah. Not just electrician. We yeah. were looking for someone with a good attitude. And he's here teaching on the biggest stage yeah. in the industry. Yeah. So to everybody listening to this, you know, uh, things happen at the TCI Expo. The yep. people you meet, the opportunities you have, uh, come here, come meet people, come see the vendors, shake everybody's hands. Uh, get to know them, build this family that we have because that's how our industry is going to get better. So I thank you for so well giving us the opportunity, <laughs> which gave somebody like a David O'Neill the opportunity to be up on stage that essentially is going to change his life or the direction of his life because of you guys yeah. that gave us to give him. Well, that's very well said, and you deserve a lot of credit for that too. So, <laughs> But thank you. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, everybody, uh, uh, Mr. David White, president of the TCIA, is going to be coming to California. He's going to be hanging out with us <laughs> here right. soon. Uh, maybe we'll have him come out for our big master class. We'll do a big podcast or TCI come out, use our facility, do some training out there that we can help and support you guys out there. Uh, but I'm thankful for being on the show and everybody that's listening to this. If you guys got something out there, there were so many nuggets, so much words of wisdom. Take that and share it. This podcast cost us money. We get nothing for it. Share it. Like it. Push it. Put it on your Instagram. Put it everywhere uh, and tell the world to come listen to it if you got something on it. Because if you got something, somebody else is going to get it. For Absolutely. Uh, and thank you for all your words of wisdom. You know, if you want to be a leader, you got to you got to make a leader who makes a leader, right? That's right. Uh, for that. And I, I, I'm going to steal that. If you don't take the quote, I'll take the <laughs> quote. Or I got to find it somewhere. I'm going to yeah. Google it. But, yeah. but thanks for so much for being on the show. And everybody is driving out there today or at home or listening to it. Remember to continue to keep elevating the standard of our industry through safety, training, and innovation. Thank you very much. Thank you, David. Yeah, thank we'll you, We'll see you. Yeah, All right, absolutely. bye.